This episode is sponsored by our friends with the Sharp Mortgage Team. You know the weather's getting warmer, but the triad real estate market is hot. If you've been waiting for more homes to hit the market and better rates, now is the time to reach out to the Sharp Mortgage Team with Highlands Mortgage. It's important to have a conversation with mortgage pros before you shop for a home so that when you find the house you love, you'll be ready to make an offer. Call them today, 336-575-9448, or you can visit their website at sharpmortgageteam.com to talk to a member of their team. Don't wait. The summer home buying season is already underway. So again, 336-575-9448 or sharpmortgageteam.com. That's sharp with an E at the end, sharpmortgageteam.com. This is the Triad Podcast Network. Welcome back to Top Tier Talks. This is our 11th one. Uh, I believe we took a couple months off due to the summer, just scheduling conflicts. But today we have a founding member, Stephen Norris, with us today. Stephen? Hey, guys. Uh, Glad to be here. I know uh, we've talked about doing this for some time, and uh, my schedule's pretty ridiculous, so uh, it's good to finally carve out some time to sit down and uh have a cheers and uh and uh have some conversation about fitness before we delve into fitness give us a little blurb about yourself where you're from what you do family i am 45 uh, and i uh, live in louisville Um, basically been in north carolina my whole life Uh, grew up uh, about an hour uh, north of, of here, and uh, and um, uh, I have a, uh, a wife, uh, 18 years I guess, and uh, my son uh, Jackson is 11. My daughter is Callie; she's 14. So they keep me super busy. Um, my uh, my job: I'm the uh, vice president of technical services for company called HC Tech and we're a healthcare uh, focused uh, uh, managed services, IT managed services provider. And um, uh, prior to HC Tech, um, I was a uh, a business partner in Talon Healthy IT, which has been around town uh, for about, uh, we we were in town uh, since 2014. And uh, uh, was a business partner in that, and, and uh, uh, we sold that company in in, uh, in 2021 to HC Tech, and so I'm still on board with them and still running their service division for uh, for technical managed services. So it's it's wide open, but uh, that's um, me and Stephen have several business conversations usually whenever he's in here because I still feel myself as very young in this game, and you've been in it for over a decade now, so it's. Um, Lots of rubs throughout the day when you are trying to run a small business that is legitimately a small business. Um, it really is, you know, and that's that's been a uh, well, it's it's been a it's been a really good run for me, and and you know, but I've I've I surrounded myself with um, you know a really good business partner uh, mentor who I've been in the industry with for. Uh, a little over 20 years and um, and so it, I've been thankful for me and him to be in business together for you know for the last uh, you know for the last I don't know whatever it's been seven or eight um, and so um, 
but it, but it is a challenge. I mean, you know, the the especially after after COVID happened, I think that um, society changed a lot, and you know, employees changed a lot, and uh, something we all had to get used to and wrap our head around and and sort of uh, the especially for our business, you know, remote workforce was uh, was pretty non-existent for us because we're, we're running call centers that's that's running for for help desk support for hospitals that you know so they want us to be in the building they want us to be from a centralized location uh so the thought of dispersing the staff um remotely was was uh was really a no-no um and then COVID hit <laughs> and then you know everybody was doing it we actually did not we, we were not able to send folks home because of the way our contractual obligations were um and we were in necessity in essential business because we were supporting healthcare. but uh you know uh i think that's a challenge for, for small small businesses now um well, because I, of that I, I try to make that distinction right between like a corporation that is ran by a board or somebody that meets twice a year and is making six figure plus salaries, but then as you're being the owner operator, it's just very different. And I don't, I don't know if employees always look at it that way, which is interesting. Just based on the conversation we have, like again, I've tried to smell. I think I have an amazing business partner, and we have a very great core group of employees. But um, I mean, I've shared some of the struggles that I've had to go through, mm-hmm. um, and it's just interesting. Some of that is definitely self inflicted due to my mistakes and me getting in the way of myself or getting in the way of the business. But it's just real interesting. Um, I saw a cartoon in a, in a news article about how, and, and I'm, I don't remember the exact cartoon, but it was like how the employee had more to lose in a business than the owner. And I just remember thinking, man, like that's, I mean, I understand like if the business goes under, like the employee loses their job. But I just remember thinking like, man, I'm on the hook for another 90 grand just in lease. Exactly. Like where do I, I don't have, I don't have, so it's just like, man, it's just it's just an interesting shift. And again, I think a lot of that had to do with um, the pandemic, and and there was a big just shift, a societal shift. I wouldn't say a culture shift per se, maybe, but it was been really. I've really enjoyed the conversations that we've had because, like you, you know, you're not just a you're not an absentee owner, right? Right? Like you are the right. the owner now, the vice president operator, yeah. um, and that. Yeah, I mean, I have I have issues with with corporations in America, but. Uh, it is interesting to me, like small business and how bad the pandemic hurt small businesses. Yeah. Um, but here we are today having a yeah. glass of whiskey and a conversation That's about right. what we're about to turn into fitness. That's right. Okay. I like it. <laughs> so what has your relationship been like with fitness starting at an early age, if you had one? So, I mean, I don't think, I, I think it was just, you know, I grew up in the country. Um, we didn't have... I mean, we, you know, we group played outside and that was what we did. It was neighborhood kids got together and, and we would play. Um, the, we, uh, you know, sports wise, I mean, we did, I did, a, you know, we did a lot of pickup stuff. I never participated in any really organized sports until high school um, and played football. Um, but, you know, and then outside of high school, um, you know, and, I got involved in some of the Winston City League softball teams and played the played in the City League probably for 10 years 
um, having different teams and, and we would play uh, if, if there was uh, a league we were in it and we were playing so I didn't really um, you know I've never really focused on fitness I just sort of I would do whatever I needed to do um, you know until about uh, we, we had our kids and um, I, uh, I I was it was 2013 um, and um, decided that uh, you know just looking in the mirror and was like what the heck happened you know and, and looking at pictures and seeing that you know it's like my fitness like I was like man I got I need to do something you know so um, <clears throat> so that's when it sort of clicked for me was 20 was 2013 I mean and I think it was you know because at that age like um I guess, you know, not having to, uh, in my twenties, I mean, I just, I didn't, it just kept, it stayed off. I mean, I was moving around, I was doing stuff. I mean, I would work out. I had like, you know, the, the Bowflex that most people probably had. Right. And, you know, I would use it religiously, um, in, in my apartment, but, um, as far as like being ingrained and going to the gym, not, that was really not for me. Um, I had tried like the pop in gyms here and there, but I just didn't like that uh, that that feeling in the culture. Um, yeah, so uh, so so in 2013, like I, a, a a friend of mine, um, uh, Peter Haas, uh, was a part owner in CrossFit downtown Winston, and. I, the one that used to be at Joymongers. The, the one that used to be at Joymongers. Or what is um, now Joymongers? Yep, and uh, it's funny. My our kids. Um, so we go to church together. I, I, uh, I didn't realize um, at the time back then. Didn't realize, didn't realize who he was. Um, and uh, but uh, 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 anyway, uh, I was dropping. I keep my one of my kids off at daycare. He was dropping one of his off, and and uh, he had this he had this shirt on that said, you know, coach on the back of it. And I'd always wondered, so I stopped him outside of the in the parking lot. And was like, what do you coach? And he's like, CrossFit. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> and he's like, he gave me his car. He goes, well, come on, you know, come down. Here's where I'm at. And he says the gym, and I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. And he's like, he's like, man, you never know. He said, just you know, come try it. So me and my wife went, did a sample, uh, like a whatever you call it, a you know just a single free trial 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 class, and realized like you know like I could only do like you know a couple pull ups and was like what happened? I thought back in high school was the last time I tried you know and I I was okay back then but it was like what the heck happened you know, and um, and. Uh, you know, it really wasn't for her, uh, but but it, but for me, I was like, this is pretty cool, and um, I got addicted to it, and just uh, I don't know, you know, I, I, my goal at that point in time was, you know, I was about probably 25 pounds overweight, and, and wanted to lose some weight and get in shape and, and feel better, and uh, you know, within a couple months, I mean, you know, um, and it was right around the time. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Whole Life Challenge, um, that group that's a, it's like a worldwide 
challenge it, yeah. that does. Uh, yeah, we used to laugh and say it's called the no life challenge because you because you really you can't do that. So they make you. It's like you you know cut out all the you know sugar, carbs, alcohol, the whole nine yards. So basically you're you know you're eating a lot of meat and and drinking a ton of water and that's about it. <laughs> so. Um, so he, he's like, this challenge is getting ready to start. This was like a week or two after I had joined. And he's like, if you really want to see results, you need to join, do this thing. And it was an eight-week challenge where you cut all this stuff out of your diet. Mm-hmm. And so I did. And it was like, what the heck? I mean, it really, really worked. But, yeah. it, but it was really, really tough. Um, but uh, so anyway... Long story short, I mean that that got me involved in in the gym, and uh, it was just it was really cool, really good. When did you transition from? Because I don't really I don't even know if I know the story. We didn't get into it with Ted because Ted came from Crossroads Winston Salem. Mm-hmm. Um, also reading, but I hear the- yeah, well, yeah, but downtown. There's only a few people that came from downtown Winston Salem, and almost all of them knew Pete Haas, who I have I have never yeah. yet met. I'm gonna have to look this dude up and ask him. Oh, you've never met Pete. Never met Pete. Yeah, I need to get him to come by. Yeah. yeah. Um, He's great. Uh, he, he's one of the one of the best guys I've ever met. I mean, mm-hmm. he, uh, in, in his wife, his whole family. Like I said, we go to we're uh, we're in Sunday school class together at our church. Um, uh, he so in I'm trying to think when it was. So I guess and it was so. Who originally started? Was it Ben, 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 ben Smith? Smith? Okay. This, this, so this so, is so when so when Ben started this. I think it. This had been about a year. It had been here for about a year, and Peter and and uh, sorry, I can't remember her name, but but uh, they decided to to uh, to sell to Ben or merge or whatever happened. So. So uh, so he he got out of it, and um, and so basically. We had the option of coming on board, uh, you know, for for a month and seeing how we liked it. Then we could either go somewhere else or we could either stay. And so, you know, for me, um, I had already gotten into used to being downtown since I worked downtown. It was easier for me to be downtown, um, come downtown and or stay downtown to work out. So. Um, yeah, so I just stayed, um, okay. and uh, so I think they opened in fourteen. So I'm guessing it was fifteen. I'm thinking it was fifteen, 15 maybe or, six, or sixteen. 15, okay. I'm thinking sense. it was fifteen or sixteen. Because I, I I visited the gym in seventeen, sixteen. I visited the gym in sixteen. My daughter had not been born yet, um, and I think most it was it was the summer, early fall, and I think most of the people. Like downtown, down, CrossFit downtown Winston-Salem did not exist anymore. Yeah. Um, that, that, that's, yeah. that's probably right. Um, Mike Priest was yep. the uh, – he yep. was one of the coaches. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, – I can picture him. In Tyler my, in my, Eves. Tyler Eves. was one of the coaches. Um, so Mike and Tyler, I think, were the first two guys that I met when I – and Ben yep. when, I, when I came over here. And um, – you know, and uh, yeah, you know, and 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 so, and for me, you know, fitness has always been like I don't really, I'm not a guy that's going to be. I mean, I'm not that I'm not competitive. I mean, I, I do feel like I am competitive. I ha- I have that in me, but it's not like I'm gonna, 
you know, I'm, I'm 45, right? I mean, I'm not gonna, and even then it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my, my late thirties. I'm not going to try to get, go at this crazy and, and, and try to start competing in competitions what and stuff. Trying, so what you, it was designed not for competition, but, you know, Greg Glassman yeah. started CrossFit in the seventies to, to do personal training. And then he realized he could train three to four people at a time and make more money. So it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't for, it was never for competition per se. It was a style of training that really he just merged several different styles of training. I'm sure somebody at Cross would get mad at me for saying or you know putting it in that that type of layman's yeah. terms. But yeah, 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 it became a sport. In I think 2007, they invited people out to Dave Crasher's ranch, and it became a sport. But it was not designed by Glassman to be a sport. Gotcha. Um, so as, as from what I hear, you were using what was what what you when you went across the gym what to use it to what it was originally intended for. Yeah. Um, they give this whole lecture at the level one about the health fitness continuum. Um, which is about like if you do nothing you're down here but then you can do health 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 then over a sporting foot like fitness comes in and that your health is actually declining like people that run ultra marathons it's not that they're not healthy but like there's a trade off there like your body can't sustain like I couldn't run an ultra yeah. I couldn't walk it just because I'm 215 pounds like no there's no there's I mean there, there is some I'm sure I'm sure somebody out there in the world is 250 pounds of those ultra marathons but it's just super unusual your joints can't sure. take that loading yeah. um so it's just interesting to me, like when I talk to people that have done CrossFit or group fitness or functional fitness, whatever whatever these terms yeah. really mean. I know CrossFit owns the definition of CrossFit, but whatever. Um, well, for me, it's been nuts because, I mean, really over the year, you know, just trying to um, listen to my body on what I should do and what I shouldn't do has been has been has been difficult but it's been the right thing to do and i will say that i will applaud you guys for uh i'll applaud you guys for the way you run your programming and run the gym of the mindset of functional fitness and listening to your body because um you know there for a long time it was like if whatever the board said from a from a weight perspective it was like i was going to fall out on the floor if I and, and doing my best to try to do that right and then until you know I think that you know after listening you know uh, you know to, to you a lot you know Ben saying you know what 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 is your what is your body telling you to do <laughs> you know because because your mind can tell you a lot of things but you know if you listen to your body um, for today, yeah, today, yeah. and that's the key. Today, I mean, what's it saying today? You may not feel the best today, and so you know, listen to that. But but you're still in here training, so I think that's been the key for me is to uh, you know I found a place that I can I feel comfortable you know doing that and not having to um, you know not really caring what the guy beside of me is doing. I mean I I mean I I like you know trying to keep up and, and try to some, some of the competitive spirit mm-hmm. around that but um, but uh, yeah that's that's sort of been for me the the biggest piece who's ready for movie night our friends at the Ginther Group Real Estate are proud to sponsor this season's innovation and cinema at Bailey Park in downtown Winston-Salem's innovation quarter The original Mary Poppins on August 12th, Space Jam A New Legacy on September 15th, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone on October 20th. 
Bring your chair or blanket to Bailey Park for a great night of cinema from Aperture, beverages from Incendiary Brewing, and food from a variety of local vendors. These magical movie nights are made possible by The Ginther Group, the real estate experts we trust and showcase right here on the Triad Podcast Network. Make sure to check their social media for detailed info on each movie night. And for your real estate needs, call 336-283-8689 or visit theginthergroup.com. Buying, selling, investing, or just learning, whatever you need, start now. And like me, you can become a Ginther Group client for life. Yeah, it's, it's fun to me to listen to people's journey and evolution. Because I think about mine, like I started... I started uh, at Raleigh CrossFit and then eventually went to Invoke which had a team that went to sem- or regionals at the time whatever in 2013 um, and then I you know commissioned into the military and went down to Georgia and went and tried a few different gyms down there and it was always like just go put the hammer down every single day you can get fitter every day and I realize now, like at the time, you know, strength and conditioning coaches were like, ah, that's probably like, what are you doing kipping for? You know, that's bad for your shoulders. Like, ah, it's not bad for your shoulders. My shoulders feel great. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, gymnasts kip, but they kip in a different way. And I'm not, and I'm not bashing on kipping at all. Um, but what I what I would would challenge people, one, functional fitness is a, is a loaded term, right? Because something that is functional for a downhill skier is going to be very different than somebody that just okay, I just want to feel good in my own skin and be able to, you know, go for a hike occasionally or just play with my kid, right? Like that's, it's very it's very different levels of functionality. Um, and that's what, what was, in my experience, was not addressed early on in the gyms that I went to. And so, like, I probably did some damage overall. It wasn't, you know, like, my, hey, modify today. Take take the RPE down to, you know, 5 out of 10 and focus on the quality of units. And, yes, I realize people teach, oh, virtuosity of movement. Oh, it's, it's technique and then intensity. You know, that's not what's ha- that's not what happened. Any gym that I've ever been, CrossFit gym that I've ever been to, that's not. I've never seen that happen at the degree that it's taught at the level one. And this is not me trying to bash on CrossFit. This is me and my journey with what is going to be five surgeries here very soon. Um, and those th- those are not from com- con- trying to compete, but it's like okay, we never. I've never been in many strength and conditioning fields outside of rehab prehab where they talk about eccentric loading. And it's just so important because, like, as I watch people get older, like my, my grandparents, when they fall, they've, they've passed this threshold of age where if they fall and break a hip, their mortality rate is like 80% within a year. Yeah. And it's like, why is that? And it's because we don't do eccentric loading in, in layman's terms again. Again, I'm speaking with somebody with a Bachelor of Arts degree in international relations. But it's like, I can listen to podcasts, I listen to these doctors talk about it, and it's like, you know, why are girls more prone to ACL tears? Well, they, they don't they don't train leg like temp, typically boys will train legs more growing up once they once they hit puberty and girls will land if you ask a girl to step off a twenty inch box and land on one leg her knee is going to cave in due to her lack of abductor strength her adductors are going to pull her in into a valgus position of the knee and that is an early indicator of potential ACL tears it's something very simple but like girls if you just pull a simple Google search girls and Girls' rate of ACL tears compared to boys in sports in high school is just there's not even a comparison, and we're not and we're not talking about this. And this is where like I, I blame the whole strength and conditioning industry as a whole for like just not being able to have this conversation with people. Like okay, like what do you need today? Like it's great that you're in here, but if if your kids kept you up all night long, 
You know, if you're stressed out at work, maybe you just didn't sleep well. You know, I've rushed to point out if I don't sleep well, it's like, well, my back does not feel good today. So it's like, okay, meet the person where they're at. Um, which, again, to is what I think Greg Glassman made CrossFit to do. It's just been, yeah. it, it, it's been commercialized. Um, yeah. And um, so it's just, it's, it's fun for me to think about, like, okay, what things that I did wrong when I first started programming, like when I took over programming from Will in 2020, I was very adamant that X, Y, and Z happened. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, that was, that was immaturity on my part or just like, okay, I need to exert myself as the new head coach. And it's just like, okay, well, let, let's have conversations with people. I'm like, one of our coaches has done a, an amazing job of just building relationship equity. And right when you're in the service industry, like it is all about how you treat people and how you make them feel. People's what you got. I mean, that, that's what you sell. Like, I mean, that's what I, that, you know, that's our business. I, I, I mean, we, we sell people. And I, I mean, it sounds weird. I, mean, I don't want anybody to come after me thinking I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're uh, doing anything wrong. But, but, but I mean, our services, right? I mean, we're, we always taught about customer service. If we don't have customer service, we don't have a business. Um, customer service, um, you know, uh, my, my partner says, you know, if the, uh, you take care of the customer, the cash register takes care of itself. And that is so, so true in, in the service business because yeah. you have to develop the relationships. If you develop that, and that, that's what, that's what keeps people coming back, you know? I mean, um, and, uh, well, and I think they care, you know, that they, they show that they, they, they want to know what's going on. Uh, they, they want the best for the person and, and they know that everybody's a little different. So... I mean, yeah, I think the service industry, I think you're right about that. I think what's hard or what we've had to learn is that you can't make everybody happy. Yeah, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. There are people that want to, like, compete, and I'm like, okay, there's there's a gym two and a half miles up the road that is probably a better fit for you. And that's fine because, like, what I'm here is I want to see you 20 years from now. Like, you may look different. Like, I'm not going to have the same body that I do now 20 years from now. It's just not going to happen. But, like, you know, hopefully I can still play with my daughter. Right? I can still go to the lake with her, take her to an amusement park, and not worry about, like, oh, I don't know if I can walk up these stairs to ride this ride with you. It's like, well, like, what do... I mean, I think we're learning this to make the majority of people happy. I mean, even during um, COVID, I mean, there was no way we were going to make either extreme happy. The people that were, like, wanted us to be closed and yeah. not operating and, you know, wanted vaccine yes. proof from every member versus the other people who were, like don't tell me to put a mask on you know like so it was just those extremes and then it's like okay what can we do to make the majority of people happy and i think that's translated also to like the day-to-day here with programming and we're not going to make the people that want to be on the ground every day and killing themselves and pushing weight and hurting themselves we're not going to make them happy um and but we also want to challenge people you know to do more than what they think that they can do at different times right so yeah and i think so much of it is 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 the person has to get comfortable with themselves on deciding what do they want to do i mean there's i mean and and you know in my opinion i mean the the workouts that you guys prescribe you can tackle them 
in many different ways. I mean, if you want to be that guy that lays on the ground hurting after the thing, you can absolutely be that person depending upon how much effort you're willing to put into it, right? Um, and, and or, you know, depending upon how you feel that day, if you're the guy that's like, you just got to get a sweat in because, you know, you're stressed, you want to let, let blow some steam off, but you want to, you want to exercise, you want to get some of that out and, and, and sort of have that hour as a, as a, as a, as a way to decompress, you can do that and it, and it's working, you know, so, um, so, so I agree. I don't think you can, you can't please everybody. Um, I mean, we've certainly, you know, learned that over the years, um, you know, but, but what you can do is try to, you know, you can try to listen, uh, to, to the majority and try to understand both, both sides and try to come up with a happy medium that, that works for, for the business. You know, the business has to keep moving. And, and that's where I think that some people, some people fail to fail to realize that. And it, and it's a, you know, it's like as, as small business owners, you know, you guys are, are responsible for the livelihoods of, of, you know, your, your coaches and, and their families and, 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 and the, the, the members that's coming here, I mean, to, you know, and, and so there's a lot of different things that go on. Right. So I think you gotta, it's a, um, you know, the, a lot of people lose sight. The fact that the business has to, that, that you still have to do what's right for the business in order to for the business to maintain. Um, otherwise, if the business doesn't maintain, then you're you're you, you know then then you're, the owner's in trouble, the the employees are in trouble, the doors, the, the doors close. I mean, and that that's just it, right? So I think it's a, uh, so you know, there's there's many times that I have to remind. I've got some great folks on on, on my team. Right now, uh, probably some of the best, best, probably one of the best, some of the best team members I've had. Um, but occasionally, I have to remind them it's like, why are we here? I mean, we're here to take care of the customer, and if we don't take care of the customer, somebody is right there ready to take care of them. You can bet your tail. And and if and if you don't, if if you if you drop the ball and you take your eyes off of that, um, you know, the customer leaves, and you know. Um, that's that may be the customer that's allowing you to have a position here. I mean, and yeah, so it's 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 real. I mean, it's it's real yeah. stuff. And so, but I don't think I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. It's time to get serious about your financial future. It's never too early, but it could be too late to get started, and that's oftentimes the hardest part: getting started. How much do I save? Where do I invest? Do I save for college or retirement? How much for each? And who do I talk to about it all? Okay, we'll keep things simple for now and help you answer the last one. We recommend you begin with a local financial advisor. And that's Jennifer Johnson of Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. She'll sit down with you for a complimentary introductory consultation and go over all of your questions. Get started on the path to achieving your financial goals. Visit 3magnoliasfinancialadvisors.com or call 336-701-1600. Get comfortable with your financial future. 3 Magnolias Financial Advisors. Retirement. Financial planning. 
and investments. Securities offered through Satara Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Three Magnolias Financial Advisors. Three Magnolias Financial Advisors and Satara Advisor Networks are not affiliated. Satara is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Enjoy our conversations yeah. in passing from the gym and, and just yeah. sit down and be able to have some whiskey and just talk like, yeah, it's... Oh, I'm glad you enjoy it. I, I do. I, this is one of my favorite, like, whiskey blends. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, I enjoy it. How do you feel like you balance business and kids, family and fitness and your goals? And, I mean, I know that your goals have evolved, but how do you feel like you yeah. balance it? Um, it's a few to ask me that question two years ago, three years ago. I would say I've done a really good job at it. Um, you know, t- t- uh, two years ago, we sold two years ago uh, uh, this month, or, or July. Uh, and, um, you know, it's it's been a good two years, don't get me wrong, uh, but, it's been, but it's been different. It's been challenging uh, as a, uh, you know, coming from a... Uh, uh, from a business owner, I mean, it's, it's been challenging. Uh, just, just a different. It's just a different mindset, different aspect. Um, you know, my, my. I think that, um, you know, there's been some a little more stress for me personally, um, and so I think that the last, you know, couple years has been a little tougher on me balancing, making the time, carving out the time for fitness. Um, carving out the right time for family and carving out the right time for work. You know, it, it, it's almost like, I mean, you know, work takes uh, the majority of the time right now. And, um, you know, and and, um, um, it, it, and then so it's sort of trying to find that, trying to find that balance, you know. It, it's really easy to get caught back in the mindset of I don't have enough time to work out. Right, and and I would say anybody that's listening, that's that's bullshit, <laughs> because because that that's sorry, that's your mind that that's your that's your, sorry, my bad that 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 that's your mind saying that, right? It, it's because you you've you have you've got the time. It depends on whether you dedicate the time and you're willing to take the time for yourself. You know, because that's what it comes down to. I mean, it comes down to, you know, and, and I mean, I've always tried to say that, look, you know, my deal is being in here is so, you know, when when my kids are doing things and, I mean, and, and going in and doing sports and doing all these different things, you know, I want to be able to be active and be able to be there and do things with them and, and you know, and, uh, and, and not get in that rut. Yeah. Um, but but it's a it's a challenge. I mean it's a day it's a day to day challenge, and you know, um, um, you know, because life happens, right? I mean, you get you know, especially summers t- summers tough. You got vacations, you got you know trips. You're doing you're constantly on the go. Kids have trips and 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 camps, and you know you're trying to make sure everybody's where they need to be, and it's tough to take a step back and all of a sudden it's like dang two months have went by and i haven't been in the gym but like i mean like i think april like i missed the whole month because i was traveling and we had trips and then it was like what the heck you know and then i come back and i'm here for a week and then it's like i'm gone for another three weeks right and so 
So it's tough, uh, but but it's but sort of my goal right now for myself is to um, once summer comes to an end. I mean, probably, probably Labor Day time frame after Labor Day, I really want to get my mind right and um, you know try to try to dial things back in to a more consistent. I'm gonna have to step down and go coach. Um, uh, the, the point that I want to make, y'all, y'all can continue this conversation and thoughts. Um, I had a really, some really good bosses in the fire department. In the mili- some, some bad ones in the military, um, but really good first-line leaders. Like, the person that I reported to was really good. The same line, eh, yeah, whatever. Um, but I remember, like, my, uh, the person that I worked for the longest, um, through my 12 years of public service, um, he was retiring a month before I left, and I remember sitting down. And I like the guy coming on. Like I don't think Captain Kilpatrick's listening to this, but I, I liked him, and I, I would I would have worked for him, and it would have been fine. But man, I reached a point because I don't want to work for somebody. And I think I've had this conversation with you, and you know, you talk about the last two years, like when when you sold, and now you're the VP. It's like, well, it's a little different. Like I answer. I mean, obviously, like I answer to my co-owner, and we have conversations, and I want to do what's best for my employees, but like. You know, my daughter is my priority. I, have, I think everybody that knows me knows that pretty pretty hard. You know, it's a hard line in the sand for me. So it's just interesting, like, listening, again, all these conversations that we have. They're just trying to be the better business owner, trying to be, or be a better business owner, uh, better, better head coach, better co-owner, better father, better just person in general. And it's like, how do you take care of yourself? Um, and, again, me and you have lots of conversations. Like, I – Enjoy a glass of whiskey at night, and I'm gonna. My last little thing is um, Melissa was telling me Matthew McConaughey. Um, he's in his fifties, which is wild to me. The dude doesn't like his age since he's been 29. But he was like, I get like nine and a half hours of sleep most nights. I drink a glass of whiskey and I put this thing in my hair because I was I was I was some hair products hair products for like because it was going bald in the 30s Rain of Fire Um, Rain of Fire which is a great movie um, with him and uh, Christian Bale old movie or older now I guess about 20 years now but like one I have not I have not managed to get nine and a half hours of sleep but like if you look at him like he's he's bulked up for a movie like a Rain of Fire movie but then like in um, what was the movie he, he lost like 50 pounds like he looked like I mean he played a character that was dying of AIDS I'm pretty sure is what his oh, role uh, was Dallas Cowboys da- yeah da- yes Dallas Buyers Club but like okay so he had this extreme weight change right yeah. but if you look at him now he looks I mean he looks like the epitome of health right like Tom Cruise like what, what are these people doing but it, like he said he has a glass of whiskey every night to slow his mind down. And as somebody with you know that has a very fast mind that is constantly like a glass of whiskey just helps me slow down. And I re- rarely do I drink to like excess to where like oh like oh Ben's Ben's intoxicated. It's like man, it's just enough to slow me down where I can be present with my daughter or like have a conversation and, and laugh about something that oh I'd normally just like ah whatever. But it's like you know that's funny. You can laugh at it. Um, I know you have to go to coach, yeah. but just to end this, I think piggybacking on what you were saying I do think as parents we tend to put ourselves on the back burner or like we make sure that everybody else is okay the business is okay our family's okay but the the importance of investing in ourselves so that we can be the better dad better mom better business owner um so I think that's a good 
reminder reminder of that so even if you didn't come much in april like i think we all fall off the bandwagon but what i've noticed in my life is that i fall off the bandwagon but i get on a little quicker each time because i know i know the benefits of like i i like how i feel when i'm showing up for myself every day or showing up for myself a couple days a week investing in myself so i can kind of be better outside of these four walls no, I think that's, yeah, that's me. I mean, that, that's the deal. I mean, you, it, you just got to know, you got to listen to yourself and be able to jump in and jump back right. and know that, you know, that you're, you're, you're able to do all of it. Right. It's just. Well, give yourself some grace yeah. and love yourself enough to say, okay, this right. is not, the, this is not the month that I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. It's the month yeah. that I'm going to yeah. show up when I can. It's, and it's, yeah, you know, and, and not and, like feel guilty and ashamed or, you know, right. when I think that's, that's been the tough thing. That's been one thing for me over the last, you know, I would say year, really understanding what, not like beating myself up if I can't get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, things happen. Yeah. Life, you know, life happens. I mean, if you've got a, you know, if if I'm, you know, if I'm on my way here and and uh, you know, I got a customer issue, I'm I'm gonna take care of the customer issue because I mean, at the end of the day, you know, um, there's a lot of people relying on yeah. us taking yeah. care of that customer, including myself, and yeah. so you know, it's 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 a um, it's a moving target. No, for sure. Um, and I think if, but, if sometimes I pause and like I think about what would I tell somebody else to tell myself in this moment? Because I think that we're a lot more gracious with other people than we are with ourselves. So. Yes. Yes. It's just um, hard to channel that in the moment and oh, not totally, just let the spiral yeah. <laughs> go and just be like, I'm done. I'm done with the gym. I'm done with all the things. I, th- and, I think it's, you know, I think it's taking a step back and, and honestly, and, you know, and, and for, for me, I mean, it's like Ben said, I mean, you know, you know, whether it's having a glass of bourbon to knock the edge off or just to sort of chill out a little bit and, and, and think about, the day think about you know what you could have done or, or what you did or whatever mm-hmm. um you know it's really just taking that time to uh um you, you don't to, to to realize you know you don't have to go 110 with your hair on fire mm-hmm. every minute of yeah. the day yeah. and it's easy and it's not sustainable it's not sustainable i mean you, you end up becoming somebody that you don't want to be um so I think that you gotta, um, you know, I, I mean, I certainly don't have the answer, <laughs> but uh, uh, to anybody out there listening, if they do, then uh, please let us know. But, but, uh, yeah, uh, but but I think that that's, you know, it it is it starts with just somehow slowing down and listening to yourself and listening to what. Um, well, you know. to, to wrap it up, I mean, bring it back to what Ben was saying about, or what you were saying about, like, you know, what is heavy for you on that day, or what is the RP you need to do on that day, like, kind of a, taking an assessment of that day, and if it, yeah. what do you need today? It may not be the gym. It may mean, it, it yeah. may look like you need to go home and be with your family, or you yeah. need to go on a walk, or, you know, but, like, yeah. kind of, I think what I've learned as I've gotten older, like, the more honed in I'm on I am with my goals so like what do I need what do I want what is going to make me better 
like versus it, me versus me, right? Like sure. instead of comparing and everything. Yeah. So it's helpful because it informs the day to day decisions. Yeah. So. No, I think so, and I, I think that you're, you know, that's the right that's the right mindset. Um, you know, um, what what do you need? And 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 uh, and and that that's that's one thing I do like the RPE piece because. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is such a, I'm, I'd never seen it until, you know, until you started doing that. RPE is perceived exertion. So it's right. kind of a subjective scale out of 10. So a 5 out of 10 or a 7 out of 10 is yep. w- what you what you perceive. So it's helpful because it's more subjective than having like a, it, a hard um, weight or movement on the board. Percentage of weight, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I was so used to seeing like a, you know, this is going to be a, you know, um, your ninety uh, percent of your one rep max, and 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 so that's fine. Um, but you could say nine out of ten RPE, and it's just different yeah. uh, because it depends on what you, how you feel that day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I think you're not as apt to to probably hurt yourself. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I think it's like you're not apt yeah. to hurt yourself, and you're also not. Apt, as apt to like feel bad about yourself after like oh I didn't do I what I do what's couldn't do what's on the board I couldn't meet that expectation and yeah, so no, that's, that's um, a, yeah, yeah. It's a good point yeah yeah, so. yeah. well thank you Stephen for well, being here and yeah. we appreciate your membership and you're one of our founding members and I know that you've had life going on but we're here for whenever you're Ready? I mean, whenever you're here, we're yeah. we're here for you. So um, try, to, try to get here. Yeah, so, yeah, it's cool. Whenever you like come in the door, so. it's like, okay, you made it today. So, yep, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I yeah. appreciate it, yeah. and thanks for being uh, being the the you know the owners that you guys are, and mm-hmm. uh, keeping a place for you know folks like us to come and and enjoy, and you know try to you know do what's best for us and. Yeah, I mean, our goal, I mean, we have a lot of different goals, but it's just to be a space for people, and if we can anchor people's day, that's great. We just want, whenever you do show up, for you to feel known, seen, and heard, and that you're welcomed and able to do what you need to do in here so that you can be the best version of yourself out there. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode on the Triad Podcast Network. Our mission is simple. Provide information, advice, and stories about the people and places that make the North Carolina Triad such a great place to be. You can find us by searching Triad Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much wherever you like to listen. If you like what you heard and want to support the show and those that contribute, we would truly appreciate a rating and review on your favorite podcast app. It helps spread the word along, as do your shares on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Triad Podcast. To get in touch with us, simply email info at triadpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. This is the Triad Podcast Network.